Hello everybody and welcome back to Eating Salads. It is I, Austin Crosby. Today I actually have a salad that I'm very excited about. I'm very proud of how I concocted it. And partially because it is a little bit of a controversial salad uh, pertaining to those parameters we discussed at the beginning of this podcast, you know, months or weeks ago. And what I mean by that is this salad does not have any greens on it and it is almost entirely cooked. I took some riced cauliflower, I then put some red onions in it, and some canned or jarred mushrooms, and I sauteed those up with some Goya salad seasoning, and then I added on top of it a red bell pepper, which was not cooked, fulfilling the Webster's Dictionary definition of a salad where it is not entirely cooked, perhaps. And then I topped it with a little bit of Tess May's Habanero Ranch, so without further ado, you know, let's, uh, let's go. Oof, that habanero ranch is very spicy. I will say that this is the first salad I've had on the show that I've eaten with a spoon, and I wonder if that makes it not a salad. It is also the salad of perhaps the lowest volume of any salad. And of course, today, I have a hot cup of black coffee. Mm. A very hot cup of black coffee. So, as you can hear, it very much sounds as if I am chewing on a salad. And again, man, I would go ahead and call this a salad. It's not something I've ever had before. It's not something that I was inspired by anything to make. I simply had riced cauliflower and thought to myself, you know, it's annoying how when I choose to add riced cauliflower to a salad, the leafy greens tend to spring it and shoot it around like little trebuchets. Or I guess catapults. Trebuchets are more complex, of course. It is almost some Eastern European type salad. Funny thing about the jarred mushrooms is that when you looked on their jar, they do have nutritional information, but the serving size is an entire jar drained, and it has 20 calories, which I always get a kick out of how low the calorie count of vegetable products can be. This morning we watched Roman Polanski's early film Tenet. Even though that movie was made in 1976, I think it is still just as pertinent to social issues today as it was when it was made. It is very similar to Rosemary's Baby in that it is about someone moving into an apartment and then suspecting their neighbors of conspiracy against them. It is not nearly as satanic, however, but it also is more autobiographical in that it stars Roman Polanski himself in the lead role. Mm-hmm. And the main premise of the movie is that the neighbors get very angry if you make any noise in your apartment, and they are eager to tell him off, and they are eager to report you to the police or try and get you removed, and he lives above his landlord, who complains at any kind of squeak anytime he moves a piece of furniture. People pound on his walls, or if he has some friends over, of course it creates a big problem. Now, first thing that comes to mind with that movie is how confrontational all of the neighbors are. 
I cannot imagine neighbors coming and knocking on your door and telling you to shut up or pounding on your wall. But maybe in a bigger city or a place with more people or less social friction, maybe that is more social friction. I could see that happening, but that was really wild to me. And then, of course, another thing is that everyone smokes cigarettes, and the main character keeps going around trying to buy cigarettes and never getting his correct brand. And there was one point where he goes to meet the prospective landlord in the very beginning before moving into the apartment, and he just pulls out a pack of cigarettes and goes, oh, you want a cigarette? Oh, no. And then he lights one up inside of his landlord's dining room. I thought that was pretty wild. I'm sure that rooms smelt worse and that air quality inside was much worse back when you could smoke cigarettes inside wherever. But there definitely is a part of me that romanticizes the freedom that you used to have in being able to pull out a pack of cigarettes and smoke a cigarette indoors. That would be a world I'd like to vacation in for a little bit. And granted, there are probably third world nations that that is still the case, but in Atlanta, we recently had them ban come into effect, which stopped the few remaining bars from allowing you to smoke inside. I think it is a sad day for freedom when little rights like that are trampled on. Granted, smoking cigarettes is not the best for you. It's just a shame that we'll never be able to smoke inside like they used to. It is also insane that now it makes so much less relatable all these films which were created back in a time where, of course, you could just smoke inside. And older people used to light wood fires inside with a fireplace, of course. It wasn't that strange to them to have a full raging fire going in their living room, never mind cigars, pipes, or cigarettes. I remember right before I first moved to Atlanta, I met my mom for lunch, and we went to go look at apartments. And one of the apartments that we went into in Buckhead for a tour smelled like cigarettes. And my mom said, oh, can you smoke in here? And the woman giving us a tour said, well, you're not supposed to, but what are we supposed to do about it? Something along those lines. And I was really stricken by the fact that they admitted almost that they can't stop you from smoking. I'm more used to the people who would threaten you with fines or eviction. But that was the first sign that there was an older population in that apartment building. Man, at another point, he buys some cigarettes. And as he's walking away from the counter, he pulls off the cellophane and just lets it drop to the floor. And walks off, casually littering on screen. And I thought that was pretty wild as well. You guys can hear the rain in the background. That's been so nice. Well, I just finished that salad. It was delicious. Today's episode could be a bit shorter due to the fact I was capable of eating with a spoon today and didn't have to spend as much time spearing and wrestling things onto a fork, which might be, depending on how you look at it, the biggest downside or upside to salads is that you basically get to play with your food and it forces you to slow down, where on the other hand, it is kind of a pain to eat. And if you're in a rush, salads are a bit of a nuisance. But now I get to spend the rest of the day mulling over that movie, thinking about 
bygone eras where you could smoke inside and litter at will, which of course I'm not advocating for. But that was so recent, yet seems so far away. Roman Polanski is still even alive, as you guys know from when we talked about that Chinese movie of his. Well, what do you guys think? Was that a salad? Does that count if it was all vegetables and most of them, I think, let me think, three out of four of them were cooked, but one was not, and it did have ranch dressing, habanero ranch dressing on it. Does that count? It was eaten with a spoon. I think so, because you could eat potato salad with a spoon, and it falls into the same camp, even more so than that camp. Hmm. Either way, guys, thank you so much. I'm glad you tuned in. I hope you enjoy a salad today and tomorrow as well. See you then. Thank you very much.